BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Good morning, millennials. Welcome back to the morning toast and happy hump. Oh no, that's my Friday one. Yep. Sorry. Fuck. Good morning, millennials. Welcome back to the morning toast. Happy hump day. We're so excited to be back in studio with Theo on hump day, celebrating the art of humping. The art of humping, the art of getting over the hump, which is what we're here to do today because, you know, once today's show is over, then we're closer to Thursday and we're just crawling towards that weekend y'all and now would be a good time to let everyone know that there is no show on friday because and it's a summer friday i have a bachelorette party and we are going to town Woohoo! i'm really excited about this weekend i haven't had like a girly a girl, girl weekend girly girl weekend in a while so it's gonna be really fun i have them all the time and i just have to say like you're gonna have the best time no i'm really quite looking forward to it so thank yeah. you so much so that like i might even crash yeah you never know what could happen yeah. on a girly girl weekend i mean i have you know a last minute business trip to take on thursday which was perfect timing for you needing to take friday off but um we're just i can't stress this enough we're living in a post-pandemic world do not look for me I cannot be found. Right. But pre or post or during pandemic, like it's a summer Friday and we're going to yeah. make the most of it. I also, love a summer Friday. we made the decision. So last year we took the month of August off, which we loved so much. And then this year we were toying with the idea of doing that again. But instead we decided to keep August normal, but then like feel free to take sporadic days here and there. So you'll be getting shows in August unlike last year, but we're just going to Use some of our PTO. Yeah, I'm going to make my schedule flexible. Yeah, very flexible summer schedule. So happy hump day to you. I'm having a day. Oh, please share. A Cleveland day? A Cleveland day. I just have to share, and it doesn't seem like a big deal, but like I'm such a principled person and I follow the law. So I was just like, I had such an annoying morning. Like I decided to walk here, which is never a good decision, but it's gorgeous out. 65, light breeze between my thighs. Feels great. And okay. So, and I believe this is how it is in literally every state in America, but I'm not fully equipped on the traffic laws in other states. So I was crossing the street. I had the little walking man. Okay. And the avenue running perpendicular, no, no, running parallel to me was also going down because that's how it works. I walk, you walk, we're parallel. Somebody from the avenue went to make a right onto the street that I was currently crossing. I still have the right of way, mm -hmm. correct? Mm -hmm. As a pedestrian. Mm -hmm. So I'm minding my own business listening to Last Train Home by John Mayer across the street when this big fucking Bronco honks at me. And like, first of all, it's very disarming to hear a honk. Like when you're standing right in front of the car, yeah. it's so loud and it just like hits you in the middle of your chest. 100%. Not only did I get honked incorrectly, so I look at him and I'm like, what? Because like I needed, I wanted to give him a second to realize he was wrong. I had the fucking right of way. He doubled down. <laughs> and I could have just kept ignoring it because he wasn't going to run me over. He was just standing in front of me fucking honking. But I just, you know when something, a switch goes off? 100%. And I got so fucking angry. <laughs> Literally, 
I went, I bent, like I squatted in front of the car and I'm like, let me move my microphone back. Stop honking! Why, like, did, why did you need to squat? Because I wanted to look him eye level. I was standing, he was sitting in the car. You know what I mean? Is it a low car? Kind of. Whatever. You're getting hooked on the wrong <laughs> fucking piece of information. Okay, okay. No, I just kind of put my hands on my knees just to like give some oomph, you know? Okay. So I'm like, stop honking. And he's pointing to the little man walking like as if he's trying to show me I'm wrong. And I'm like, what are you, I wanted him to get out and just go tit for tat. Like, what are you trying to say with these honks? Because I'm correct. I have the right of way. I understand pedestrian laws. You don't. And I had Ben in the back of my head because I always take things to the next level. And Ben's like, why are you fighting with a strange man in a Bronco? But like, I know, and also, like, people can be crazy. Like, you think that you're crazy, but, like, you're actually... I don't carry a knife. Like, (laughs) there are actual crazy people. A hundred percent. But, like, it was just the principle was bothering me so much because I was right. No, that's so frustrating. And don't drive in New York if you don't understand the laws and then start yelling at people when you're the one who's wrong. No, and also, like, reserve your honks for, like, other vehicles, not for passengers. Like, nobody... Really, what could have... What could have pedestrian not passenger what could a pedestrian be doing that's so horrible that you, that need, you to need to ruin their day with the honk in their ear like it's, it's so, so loud. loud and also maybe we should normalize lowering the sound of honks in vehicles that's just like a thought i completely agree because first of all the only people that honks really are for are for other cars and they just ignore you so like it doesn't matter how loud it is yeah but like when that honk when you're standing right outside a car and someone honks like you feel it in your butthole like it's yeah. so loud and if you don't if you're not expecting it it's so disarming it's so sick and twisted and i really just want to to get out and have a conversation with this man because I wanted to know what he was trying to say. He pointed to the walking sign. Yes, I know. I'm walking. Therefore, the sign says walking. So I don't know what he was trying to prove. And I just I screamed and like all these people were staring at me. And I didn't care because I was fucking right. No, good. And I had Theo. You think Theo wants to hear that fucking honk? Like he's he's a very peaceful person. That's so upsetting. That would have really bothered me. I would have already been on Zillow, like searching Cleveland homes, four bedrooms. It bothered me so much. Like, and I honestly thought about following him. Just, I, I was actually curious, curious at this point. What is your point here? What were you trying to say with your honk and your point? I don't know. That's upsetting. Because unless I've been following the laws completely wrong my entire life, when the man is white, it's a little white man and he's walking. You walk. Yeah. Explain. Make it make sense. It doesn't say honk. No, no, no. And it doesn't say stop. There's that red hand that comes up. But the little white lights pop up and it's a little man. So I was following the little man. It does not say RSVP on the Statue of Liberty. Thank you. So I just wanted to share that because like I'm really like I, I wanted to kill someone. Yeah, I'm really sorry that that happened to you. Not a good way to start your day, especially not a hump day. No, and like I was feeling good about the day. Like I had such a productive day yesterday. I have such a productive, I have so many things to do before. I have like meetings and like appointments to do before I have to take my business trip. Do you have meetings, meetings, meetings? I actually have meetings, meetings, not meetings, meetings, meetings. <laughs> I have meetings, meetings today too, um, which is not why I'm wearing a pussy bow, but I feel, I feel prepared to take on the meetings But it's not, not why you're wearing a pussy no, bow. No, not. And now I feel like I need to book some more meetings mm-hmm. while I'm wearing this let's, blouse. I'll have my people call your people. We'll yeah, set up some meetings. Yeah, let's just start meeting today. Love meeting people constantly. That's so you. I'm such a meter. Oh, speaking of meats i don't know um we I have to, the meats dun, 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 dun. i went to such a good dinner last night at a place that you would like and for the one reason i didn't love it i liked it a lot but i didn't love it is the reason like you might like it because it wouldn't affect you share i went to 12 chairs in west village you're so cool i know it was you, so far west downtown village. celebrating my father-in-law's birthday happy birthday bruce and it's bruce on the loose bruce on the loose did you just send him a happy birthday text no but is it today it was yesterday oh, you didn't tell me uh, that's true. Ha- I didn't you tell did. you. I didn't tell you. Sorry. But you should send him a text today. <laughs> um, so 
it was it's Israeli food. They played like such good Israeli music. Like I actually went on Spotify looking for the playlist because it was just like all the Israeli bops that I needed to hear. Um, and it was packed and it was like vibrant, you know, pre-pandemic, popping, tables close together. And the food, like I actually never ate so much in my life. And I hate falafel. I had four. Like it was just so good. But they only serve beer and wine. So like there was just like a limitation on how much fun I could have at this restaurant. At the, in the end, I actually, actually ended up being really grateful for it because I had to go to an event afterwards and like I just didn't end up getting wasted and like now I feel good but if I drank at dinner like I probably would have stayed out till 4 a.m. 100% um but like if I want to return to that restaurant on a Saturday night like I'm not gonna go all the way downtown to drink beer and wine I think beer and wine is underrated like remember Camp Toast like and and it's having just beer and wine like stops you from ruining your night okay beer and And wine I'm actually reading Malibu Rising right now and I think that's the case that Nina's trying to make but obviously that doesn't work out beer and wine in certain circumstances at Camp Toast when you wake up and literally start drinking at noon and you don't go to bed till four in the morning we did it for the safety of the campers like because if they were drinking tequila and vodka like the campgrounds would be covered in vomit and like diarrhea like that was (laughs) for the safety of the grounds and for the safety of the campers yeah when you go to a two-hour dinner like on a Saturday night and you for me I traveled so far downtown like I want a margarita like I I understand but like I think it's a nice like way to protect yourself and like look at you today it's a hump day you're here like you have so much to give it's true and I want to thank this restaurant 12 chairs yeah I just um for delivering her whole so yeah if people always ask for restaurant recommendations and that is going to be on my list but keep in mind it's beer and wine and then I'm like all right I'll have a Bud Light we're all out all right I'll have a Corona we're all out so I had to get an IPA that looked like an angry orchard and it was so disgusting like I couldn't drink it you're so not an IPA girly like literally if there is a picture of someone who's the antithesis of just like all that IPA IPA has to stand for it's me and you know why that is because IPA is for other girls and we've come to the conclusion most recently that I am not like other girls no not at all not at all we have such a good show for you guys today you guys what (laughs) we have such a good show for you guys today you You guys guys. (laughs) you guys and we have no tv recap because for some reason the real Housewives of new york wasn't on last night and i really just wanted to thank andy cohen and everyone involved for sparing me like watching an hour of that like i want to intolerable like drunk old women want to thank everyone who contributed to that decision it was one of the best i don't even need a reason like i really really don't um but we do have dear toasters because it's wednesday so that's our advice segment at the end of the show and i'm excited because we have an update and two new submissions yeah, and we have some we have some good stories today. Heavy on the biz news. I think you're gonna I think you're gonna like this biz news. I mean, it's appropriate that we have biz news since we're in meetings, meetings, meetings all day. Well, for me, meetings, meetings. Yeah, meetings, meetings. Same. Eyebrow appointment <laughs> meetings. Do you have one? Yeah, I do, need one. Do you want to come? Yes. Come house. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I was gonna book one today because I got a unibrow. Yeah, no. It's just like it's that time when you go from looking like Cara Delevingne to Frida Kahlo. Like it's very, very transitional time. And one day you wake up, you're Cara Delevingne, and the next day. You're free to call up. For me, because I have lighter eyebrows, I don't like have that. But what I do start to look like is, you know, the scene in Beauty and the Beast when Dan Stevens transitions from being a man to a beast and his eyebrows start to get like take over his whole face. No. That's if you watch the scene, maybe I'll post it. I think clip. maybe you've seen that movie one too many times because no, 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 that's very no, detailed. Like, I've seen it probably the same amount of time as you. But like when I saw what was happening to his eyebrows, I was like, oh, that's me a month, a month post wax. Honestly, I haven't seen Beauty and the Beast in a while. I think I'm due for my viewing. I recently watched it because I was hanging out with Kaylor, mm. and it was so fucking good. Did she like it? She loved it, and you know she's a woman of taste because she had no time for the Marie scenes. Oh, nobody does. <laughs> nobody does. Did you watch I the want a Marie cartoon or like the most recent? Live action. And so this good. is actually the perfect segue into our first story, but I want a version of Beauty and the Beast Maurice free. Yeah. <laughs> Belle's dad was kind of like 
deadbeat almost <laughs> like get a real job stop making like trinkets in your basement and i just think he was constantly giving bell bad advice and also bell obviously didn't love him because she should have run a brush through his hair <laughs> i fucking love beauty and the beast like i could analyze like all the different no, facets of it i love it so much but okay let's get into the fast five because our first story is something that's going to excite you so without further ado it is time for the fast five stories that you need to know before you wake up and take a bite out of your morning toast and yes, you've all broken my spirit. <laughs> you broke me. <laughs> Today's episode is brought to you. I'll give you one guess. Brush. Brush. Oh, she has to get it in somewhere. <laughs> Bruce is the best electric toothbrush on the market, and if you're not going to listen to me, listen to literally the thousands of toasters who have purchased one for them, their partners, their husbands, their sisters, their boyfriends, their brothers. It is the best electric toothbrush on the market. It is sleek, it is elegant, and it works so well. The brush itself, or should I say the Bruce, comes with six, uni six unique modes to customize your brushing experience. It has a four-week battery life, a magnetic charging stand, and a compact travel case. They also offer a subscription program, so you never forget to change your brush head again. Bruce will ship you new replacement heads every six months so you're never stuck using a worn down brush head again. The design is very sleek. The Bruce's electric toothbrush has a modern, aesthetically pleasing design. It comes in trend-driven seasonal colors and it looks great on your bathroom counter. All the toasters are Bruce in with Bruce and so are we. We've been doing it for like a year and my teeth are literally stunning. So if you want teeth as stunning as mine, get 15% off your Bruce toothbrush kit and refill plan when you use the promo code toast at Bruce.com. That's 15% off promo code Toast at B-R-U-U-S-H dot com. Love it. Sign on. Brush your teeth. Brush it okay, up. First story. A Snow White live action remake is coming starring Rachel Zegler, who I'm sure you do not know, but mm. she is set to star as Maria in the upcoming West Side Story remake, which was supposed to come out already, but now has moved to December because of COVID. And then she'll be starring in Snow White Live. So, so we're about to be seeing a lot of Rachel. So I heard about this story briefly because there a report came out that Disney had very serious conversations with Olivia Rodrigo to be Snow White in this live action, which I think she's too busy to do right now, but I think that would have been cool. Would have been amazing. Yeah, but you know what? I feel like I'm such a Disney girly and like maybe my mind will change because I haven't seen Snow White in so long. I'm not really connected to the story of Snow White. Do you know what I mean? Like I don't live for for it. And maybe I just haven't seen it in a while and I need like Disney live action to recreate like the magic. But... I don't know. I just don't feel very connected to her story. I, I feel that. And I do feel more connected to the story of the Huntsman, for sure. By the way, and tell me the difference between this live action and then the two other movies okay. they made of Snow White. Snow White and the Huntsman was like an action Game of Thrones style version that really focused on the Huntsman and they were like getting into trouble and stuff. Like mm -hmm. that was sort of like a... Alternative like twist. Yes. Mirror Mirror was kind of like, not parody, but over the top like it wasn't a a true to form remake mm -hmm. and so this will be like the story period just live instead of animated and like why so many like why did we have I to guess get they think it's a story worth telling no it feels, it feels like they're like really messy and like can't decide how they want to tell snow white's story in a modern era like i feel like they really brought lion king beauty and the beast into the 21st century with these live actions and Maleficent, like, they just really have been, like, killing it. And then the Snow White department, I just feel like they need a restructure. Like, it's just kind of messy. But I think that this would, is that. So this is, like, the official retelling of Snow White. Yes, I don't think they're even, like, thinking about Mirror Mirror and Snow White and the Huntsman. But do they not see how that's confusing for the consumer? Uh, they don't care about you. They've made that like, clear. So clear. So crystal clear. S crystal. 
Mirror, mirror on the wall. Okay, so it's Snow White. Is that the one with the dwarves? Is that the word? That's the word in that. Feels like that needs to be changed. I don't know. I think it will well, be changed. This, yeah, the seven dwarves. Yeah. Sounds weird. I don't know why. Um, I bet you on my life, like, I could not name them. Okay? There's definitely Grumpy. Okay. I have a leg up because of Descendants. I don't. Okay. So this is someone who saw Snow White when they were a child and, like, never bothered to follow up on her story. Grumpy. I know that for sure. You can relate. <laughs> and I want to say there's a Sleepy. Yep. Also, And that is, you know, kind of confusing. I also think there's a Stinky. No. no. Okay, let's no. go back. <clears throat> okay, grumpy, sleepy, sneezy. Sneezy. Honestly, like, that's literally all I know. Can you name the rest of the four? No, now I'm like... Those I was, are the obvious I ones. I was waiting for sneezy. Sneezy <laughs> is not obvious. No, grumpy and sleepy. Happy? Okay. Ding! Okay, that's... Okay, let me pull up a list, so... And Seven. before you do that, I just wanted to say that I'm actually really looking forward to this new concert special coming out on peacock on friday the miley cyrus pride event Mm -hmm. where she just sings like you know gay anthems with special guests because i saw a clip of her and marin morris performing i don't remember but it was just like a classic bat mitzvah song and i'm just really excited about it because i nothing miley does nothing better than covers like she's a cover queen yeah and all the people that they're bringing in i think like casey musgraves marin morris i'm really excited okay here are the seven dwarves dopey we should have known that. Okay, I guess is he the one like on drugs? Um, like you can look at Disney things like with a dark, dark okay, eye. He's the only dwarf who does not have a beard. He's accident prone and mute. With Happy explaining, that's another one. Happy that he has simply never tried to speak. So they call him. Dopey. So wouldn't that make him like muty? Yeah. Okay. I think the dwarves are going to have to be reimagined. This is very offensive. <laughs> like- okay, dopey, sneezy because he has extraordinarily powerful sneezes. Bashful. Very shy and kind-hearted. That's me. Sleepy. Speaks for himself. Happy. Jovial dwarf. Grumpy. Grumpy. And Doc. He's the leader of the dwarves. He wears glasses and often mixes up his words. Yeah, I just feel like the whole dwarves community needs to be rewritten because it's just not very 2021 friendly. Like the way they describe them. I think, I don't know if the word dwarves is appropriate. Like, I just think... I trust Disney to bring the story of Snow White into the 21st century. Yeah. And that was from Wikipedia, by the way. Um, so did you hear what I said about the Prime Peacock special? Yes, sorry. That's like a fun thing to do if you're on your retro party. Maybe you guys want to stay in. Like you like watch it and like drink. Yeah, but I, I don't think that we'll like stay in and watch that. But I will just probably watch that at some point Me if too. I'm in the mood for a concert mm-hmm. DVD. I love a concert like it's DVD. a concert DVD. Like, that's what it yeah, is. Yeah, no, and we're living in an age where we're getting, like, access to so many because of all these streaming services. Like, I will never say no to watching, like, Reputation Stadium Tour, the Beyonce document. Like, I, part of me, Katy Perry. Like, I will never. It's my favorite thing to watch. Yeah, it's truly so enjoyable. It really is. Are you ready for our next story? Sure. Stor- what, were you going to make fun no, of me? No, I wasn't going to say anything. Were you going to make fun of me because I was working on my segue? No, I, did I say one word? I'm working on, Mom, I'm working on my segways. <laughs> Have you ever ridden a Segway? The one with the, like, yeah, Paul, Paul Blart. Blart? I don't know. I did a Segway tour in Jerusalem, and I have to say, like, it was the most fun I've ever had as someone who's so fucking lazy. These walking tours are just not for me, but it's, like, a thing in Israel where you do, like, Segway tours. And it's actually really scary um, to get off of a Segway. Like, you have to balance completely right. The riding is super easy. So fun. Highly recommend getting a Segway, even though they're illegal on the streets of New York. 
Thank you. This story is brought to you by Segways. That's why I, I know all the pedestrian laws. See, I know that you can't ride a Segway. And I know that I was right this morning. But more and more people are riding scooters. Yes, I think like we the should bird. become a scooter-friendly city. I completely agree. We birded in Austin. We had so much fun. It was hysterical. And it's a really efficient way of getting around for a city that, like, from north to south isn't that doesn't cover that many miles. Yeah, I just don't know if how you would do it is on the sidewalk or on the street because or I, the bike lanes we have so many that's true nobody respects the bike lanes so i would actually be like scared to go on a scooter in a bike lane because people do not respect the bike lanes i everyone i know respects bike lanes well you know nice people but i, don't I know who you like, hang out with but i'm not saying my friends i'm saying i see on the street like nobody respects the bike lane they pull over in a cab into a bike lane they open the door they don't even look for a cyclist like justice actually for the bikers in new york they literally keep this city running and literally nobody has respect for the lanes yeah i don't know about all that like, no for all, sure I, I know about some of it but i don't know i'm not about saying the people it. who like leisurely ride their bikes to like their corporate offices i'm saying like people who ride like delivery men keeping new york careers, running yes. keeping new york running we yes. need to respect the bike lanes i agree but if you're coming out of a taxi this one's happened to me in a biker crash and oh my god i felt so horrible it ruined, oh my god it was, it's horrible. It was horrible i've seen it happen in cabs you're just supposed that's why do you remember that ad campaign? Look, and the two O's in the word look were eyes. Do you remember that? Yeah. That's like the whole campaign. Like, just when you get out on the curb, always look for a biker. Okay, but like, when you're in the car, before you open the door, it's hard to like, lean out and see. No, you look in the back window. Oh, I guess. It's, there's so many things happening of in course. the city. Of course. No, but people chaotic. just need to be more conscious. No, yeah. Because, honestly, if it happens to you once, it will never happen to you again. You'll be scarred. It's, it's so, it's, it's the so worst upsetting. feeling. It's so upsetting. Yeah. Okay, next story, finally, it's time. Carl Nassib thanks the NFL for matching his $100,000 donation to the Trevor Project. He says, you're saving lives. Oh, but on, I didn't know that they matched the donation. Yes, on Monday, Las Vegas Raiders player Carl Nassib became the first active NFL player to come out as gay. And now he's thanking the NFL and fans who donated to the Trevor Project to support suicide prevention among LGBTQ youth. The 28-year-old Las Vegas Raiders defensive end made sports history Monday when he came out to the public as gay, making him the first active NFL player to do so. With the announcement, he donated $100,000 to the Trevor Project, explaining that he feels an immense responsibility to help in any way he can. Yeah. And then um, NFL announced that they would match the donation. This was, like, so fabulous. Because I think a lot of people reference Michael Sam as the first gay football player, which... He was, but he didn't come out until after he was retired or no longer played in the NFL. And I think that, like, you know, the NFL is very much, like, toxic masculinity. Like, you know, dudes, locker room talk, bro, yeah. And so to come out is probably really, really hard. And I have a lot of respect for him. And I never even heard of him, but he's my new favorite player. And he's very hot. Like, not that it matters, but he's just for reference, like, in case anyone was wondering, he's very handsome. Yes, very, very handsome. Looks like we're Raiders fans now. Oh, 100%. 100%. Gotta meet up with Carl. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is a really great story, and I'm sure he's changing a lot of lives for kids who play football, who who might not see how they can be all of these things. Oh, what was that documentary I was watching? Oh, um, the Aaron Hernandez documentary. Yeah. There was a player in that documentary who no longer played, but he knew he was gay when he was playing on, it might've been his high school or he was in the NFL. I can't remember, but he really like articulated perfectly, like why it's so hard to be gay in those types of environments and how like, I'm sure there are plenty of other players who never came out while they were in the NFL. Yeah. But like, it's just, I have a lot of respect. It's a very courageous thing to do. And Carl, you have two number one fans. 
Yeah, Gotta great story. Game. Great story. And love raising money. Love that the NFL is publicly supporting. But, like, you know, it's like what happens in locker rooms is, like, really where, like, the concern I probably comes from. It's like the NFL front facing of the hundred thousand dollars to the NFL is like literally a dollar to us. Like it's not a big deal. I just, and he said like his teammates have been very supportive of the management and like, that's probably where it's scary to come out. Like within like your teammates that like, you never know how other people are going to react. So yeah. I'm just wishing everyone the best. Totally. Are you ready for our next story? Which is a little ice cream drama. Is it the ice cream drama that's brought to you by IP vanish? Yes, it is. Wow. That's absolutely nuts. Welcome. What? Today's episode is sponsored by IP Someone Vanish. Someone needs to on her sideways. Wow. wow. Today's episode is sponsored by IP Vanish. What is IP Vanish? A virtual private network, VPN for short. A VPN is a super important tool that helps you safely browse the internet. You can use a VPN on your computer, tablet, phone, even things like a fire stick when you're streaming media. When you use a, v- a VPN, all of your data becomes encrypted. What you're reading, searching, watching, whatever it is that you're doing. And that's important because what you're doing on the internet is absolutely nobody else's business but yours. IP Vanish helps you remain anonymous and secure on the internet. For listeners of our show, IP Vanish is offering an incredible 65% off. Just $3.49 for a month or $31.49 for the year. Here's everything you get with IP Vanish. Anonymous IP addresses, which means your personal IP address cannot be tracked. You can circumvent any online censorship. They have more than 1,500 servers in 70 plus locations. I used IP Vanish when I was in the British Virgin Islands trying to get access to the Harry and Meghan interview, which was not available in Britain, which is weird because that's where Harry's is from. And I used IP Vanish and it worked seamlessly. You also get protection when you use public Wi-Fi and 24-7 support. You can email, chat with them, even call them. So go to ipvanish.com slash toast to claim your 65% savings. They have plans starting at just $3.49 or $31.49 a year. This is the time to sign up. With our discount and their current promotional offerings, you can get a VPN for 65% off their usual offering. IP Vanish is the best of the best, rated 4.7 out of 5 on Trustpilot, and that's with more than 6,000 reviews. Remember, it's ipvanish.com slash toast to get the deal and start protecting yourself online. Thank you for that, Claudia. You're welcome. Okay, next story. The Dippin' Dots CEO is accused of blackmailing his ex-girlfriend and sending revenge porn to her mother. This is so upsetting because I love Dippin' Dots. The CEO of Dippin' Dots Ice Cream is being accused of sending revenge porn of his ex-girlfriend to multiple people, including her mother. According to a civil complaint filed in Oklahoma County. That's disgusting. 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 Scott Fisher is being sued by Amanda Brown, the two dated from early 2019 to late 2020, the lawsuit alleges. In the complaint obtained by People, Brown alleges that Fisher frequently solicited private sexual messages from Brown throughout the course of their relationship. Brown additionally alleges that Fisher would take his own explicit photos of her, sometimes consensually and sometimes surreptitiously. Brown also alleged that Fisher frequently conditioned continued financial support to Brown based on her furnishing him with explicit photos. After the couple split, Brown alleged that Fisher sent explicit images of her to other people including her own mother she also alleged that he threatened to send them out to more people in an attempt to control her actions this is so sick what a freak first of all second of all does he still work for the company it it says dippin dot ceo that's so upsetting because honestly like i cannot support a brand like that but like i love dippin dots when's last time you even had dippin dots they sell them at the grocery store and like anytime i'm at an amusement park which isn't that much when's last time you really had dippin dots what is this? Like the SATs? Stop asking me fucking questions. Like years. Doesn't mean I still don't like it. No, I know. But Did like, I say I have it all the time? I just said I like it. 
No, but I, I like Dave and Dots too, but I just feel like it's not really a New York City thing. Sometimes you're like such an investigator. It's really annoying. Like, just let me speak. Like, you don't have to like interrogate, in, interrogate like the one discrepancy in my story. Like, I wasn't, like I was gonna, never mind. All I was saying was that I really like Dip and Dots. There are a lot of things I really like, but I don't do every day. Doesn't mean I don't like it. I never said you needed to do it every day in order to like it. Well, then why did you, why did you bring up the frequency in which I consume Dip and Dots? Because I just said I like love Dippin' Dots. Because and you're like, I really? Just, when was the last time you had Just to point out that it like won't be hard for you to forsake Dippin' Dots if need be. Well, if I... Okay, here... Let me explain it to you. I've never not... Sorry. I've never been in the presence of Dippin' Dots and not eaten them. Okay. So anytime I come across, whether it's in the grocery store, there used to be a store in the city in Flatiron. If I'm at an amusement park, maybe I'll go to an amusement park this summer. Like, I don't know. I'm just saying, like, I've been in the presence of Dippin' Dots many, many times, and I've always eaten it. Okay, so you're a big Dippin' Dots fan. Yeah, but honestly, I need Dippin' Dots to release a statement that they don't stand by this kind of misogynistic, disgusting, exploitive, exploitative behavior. Agreed. In order for me to continue being a lifelong fan of the brand. Maybe I don't eat it at the frequency that my sister wishes I did, but I'm still a fan. Thank you for that statement. The clarification was my pleasure. Are you ready for a little food news that's a little more exciting? Um, yeah, I just wanted to double check because I got here like a little late and I didn't really get to breeze by the stories. Are we going to talk about Casey Musgraves' new man? We already talked about that. Newer man. She's a new, new man? She's not with that man anymore, the doctor. She's with a writer now. What? He posted a photo, a Polaroid of them, like sitting on her, she's sitting on his lap, giving him a kiss on the cheek. He's a writer. I don't know what he writes, but his caption was, you know, doing everything in my power not to write about her. Okay, she shared a rumored, uh, her rumored new beau shared a sweet photo of her saying, trying like hell not to write about her. He, his name is Cole and he's a writer. I don't know if he's like a songwriter. I think he writes like poems, which is so romantic. Or books. Sure. Where do you, where did you, I can't believe I missed all of this. Yeah, oh my God. Like, I'm oh. so sorry. And they were in the city? They were? Yeah, they were spotted after they, walking around New York City together. And then the confirmation came on his Instagram yesterday. Oh, he's cute. Yeah. His name is Cole and he's a writer. So I we're wonder just, what kind of writer. No, I know. It's very vague. He has like 30,000 Instagram followers. So he's like successful. Where'd if you that's see, how we measure success. Where do you see writer? Was it in his bio? Uh, like a page six. Like I saw the, the Instagram stuff, stuff, stuff go down. And then I saw um, a bunch of news outlets write it up and refer to him as a writer. And it's also in his Instagram bio. Interesting. Yeah. So again, I feel like he's an RM Drake. Yeah, you know? Like a quotes writer. Like a quotes writer. Inspirational that's, writer. That's just what I think. I have no idea if yeah, that's true. Yeah, because when someone says writer, it's like, that's not author. Right. It's not songwriter. Right. So it's actually like a vague word. It is. It's like influencer, you know? Sort of. When you think of writer, what do you think of? Three, two, one. Writer, writer girl. girl. But this is writer boy. Oh my God. No, and she's writer girl. So it's literally a match made in heaven. Yeah. Maybe they can collab. Mm-hmm. That's really sweet. Yeah. I like that she's just playing the field. I feel like she went from that long relationship with her bandmate, which was just not the right fit, and then into another long relationship immediately with Rustin. And I just feel like I'm glad she's playing the field. Like, girl, live your life. You're literally one of the most famous singers in the world. Like, party. Like, go meet, go meet some guys. Totally. Some girls, she looks whoever. really happy in these pictures. Yeah. But I do need her to release some new music. Like, it's she's, just, she is going. She said time. in her magazine interview that it's coming. I think it's coming this year. It is time. You can, you can know that it's coming. It is time. What else is coming is a Krispy Kreme IPO. <gasps> you want to invest in something you can believe in? Oh. Krispy Kreme looks to raise as much as $640 million through IPO. Well, 
they got $50 committed from me. Well, I believe in the brand. The donut chain is looking to sell the stock for $21 to $24 a share, so you could get two shares. Maybe I'll spring for three. Exciting. Wait, this is so exciting, because you want to know why? Like, I feel, first of all, I just love Krispy Kreme. Like, I just think they're such a fabulous brand. Their product, at the end of the day, like, the, be- the cream always rises, literally. The Krispy Kreme rises further. And Krispy Kreme throughout the years has always just been like the best donut. And they've never shied away from what makes them great. And I really respect that as a brand. Like even, you know, moving into the 21st century with all these, you know, donuts are bad for you. Like they don't fucking care. And I love that about them. And I will be purchasing some stock. When does this uh, IPO happen? Um, this year they're, they're getting ready. And as we saw in the WeWork documentary, these things take time. They have to go on, they have to do their showcase or whatever it's called. Yeah. Like their little dance. Their song and dance. They have to put together the big file. I want to be in those meetings. Like I want to know why I should purchase Krispy Kreme because I'm going to. Yeah. No, it's exciting news. I'm excited. I wonder what it's, oh, it's going to trade under the ticker D-N-U-T. D-Nut. Oh, that's (laughs) D-Nuts. Honestly, they should have thought about that before. Because that was the first thing that came to mind. Like, I get it, like, donut, but, like, where's the other? (laughs) Yeah, and, like, these nuts. (laughs) Whatever. I'll be purchasing three shares of these nuts um, when the time is right. Because you want to know why? Like, Americans, we're, like, what? They say, like, the most obese country in the world. We looked this up recently. We're actually not the most. But, like, they say, like, Michelle Obama always used to say, like, we have a childhood obesity problem. We do. We have an obesity problem. But we did confirm recently that we're not number one. Oh, thank God. But we still have the problem. And, you know, I just think that's not going away anytime soon. So I actually think financially it makes a lot of sense to purchase Krispy Kreme D-Nut shares. Yeah. These nuts. And you have to invest in what you can believe in. And I believe in these nuts. Um, yeah, no, I agree. That's crazy. I I endorse you investing. Yeah, if you want to, like, Venmo me, like, $50. Oh, you could invest on my behalf? Yeah, of course. I can't guarantee you'll see a return, but... Interesting. Well, also, it hasn't happened yet, so everyone... Just calm down, but we're just giving you, like, a little pre-finance news. A little sneak peek. A little taste of (laughs) these nuts. (laughs) Okay, our fifth and final story is some real... Biz news. A little biz news. Because as I'm sure you've heard, it's been Amazon Prime Day for three days. Oh my God, the marketing is actually really starting to bother me. And I have a conspiracy theory about Prime Day, but I'll let you finish. And the Prime Day sales have surpassed $11 billion, topping record Cyber Monday levels. So. Okay, then I'm, I don't know if I'm right, but I participated in prime day pretty much every year there's always something like i want to get but i just think it's like so stupid to spend money on i never prepare well enough for prime day like do a total inventory of what i need in my life and wait for prime day like i'm always a few years ago i bought a roomba literally one of the worst purchases i ever made like no offense that robot was dumb as fuck like he didn't know like what a wall was and like what a corner was and he was always getting stuck in like crevices I just hated it and like it really did nothing and like he couldn't even send it to himself home back to the base which so I would have to like get out of bed like go pick up the room but like it was just a torture chamber but I've bought a lot of things on prime day like you know I bought in the beginning like some Alexas whatever and I just don't really feel like the prices are that great like I feel like a few weeks before prime day like all the prices of popular like tech items go up and then they, like, drop back to their original price. Like, that's just the way that I feel. Yeah. I don't know if that's true, 
But I go on and I'm like, why is this shit still expensive? It's supposed to be Prime Day. I just don't really feel like the savings are as big as they market them to be. Now, I have no proof of that. I'm just saying it's a feeling. No, I just feel like Prime Day, like, I, the only thing I bought this Prime Day was a bathing suit from Rach Parcel. And <laughs> I didn't see... Was it and, on Amazon? Yeah. Oh. She like posted like some of her Amazon. Oh, I think you meant fashion. a Rach Parcel brand no, bathing no, she suit. She posted some of her Amazon fashion finds and she posted she a bathing suit. She does great Amazon fashion She finds. posted a bathing suit that I absolutely had to have. And, and I bought it regardless, but I didn't even see a sale price reflected. You know, like, I just like. Prime Day is like kind of just like a marketing gimmick. Like we're going to call it Prime Day and we're just going to keep reminding you that you should shop on Amazon. Yeah. But see, Prime Day has also been like beneficial for me in other ways. Like the Prime Day concert last, well, two years ago, Taylor Swift. SZA, Dua Lipa, like that was, that was good. I appreciated that. There was no concert this year. And I just feel like they inflate the prices just so that they can decrease them and call it a sale. And that's not a sale. That's a gimmick. Yeah, I agree. I'm kind of out on Prime Day. I kind of am too. And don't get me wrong. But we're, we're clearly alone in that. Yeah, I love like Amazon. Like I... I know everyone's like, it's the big bad Amazon, but like, I'm totally here for it. Um, like the convenience and ease at which my life moves thanks to Amazon, I'm forever grateful for. I just don't really believe in this whole Prime Day thing. I'm just, I'm suspicious. I really am. And I yeah. think I'm onto something. And now that I put that in your brain, I think you guys, like next Prime Day, we'll see what I was talking about. Yeah, I agree. I and I just oh, did not prepare well enough. No, and the only real discounts that they offer are on their own products, like yeah. Amazon Echo Dot, because Zach they can a, do that. Zach like, got a Kindle yesterday. That Oh, you know what? I kind of wanted like a new fancy Kindle. I should have done that. I should look into like what the newer Kindles are. I really like mine. I told him to get like the newest one and that if he doesn't really use it, I'll take it because I just want to see what else is out there. But I love mine so much. It's been so good to me. I know. And like it works completely fine. It works fine. so great. It's so light, you know? Yeah. Um, well, were those the Fast Five stories that you needed to those know? Those were the Fast Five stories that you need to know. I feel as though you need to know them. I'm excited to dive into Dear Toasters, which is our advice segment. If you ever are looking for any sort of advice on something work-related, relationship-related, we are here for you. Deartoasters at gmail.com. We will always keep it anonymous. And if you've written to us recently and we've read your quandary on air and you want to update us with how things went, we would absolutely love to hear from you. Today we have one update and then two other submissions. So let's dive into Dear Toasters, brought to you by... (sighs) Scentbird. Have you ever had someone come up to you and say, you smell amazing, what perfume are you wearing? Whatever scent you may be wearing, you have good taste and you know it. But your great taste is also expensive and you end up with a shelf full of half-used bottles. Mm -hmm. With Scentbird, we found a way to have great taste and mix up our fragrance routine without breaking the bank. Scentbird is a fragrance subscription service that gives you the opportunity to shop from over 600 brands. It is a flexible subscription so you can skip any month without penalties. Scentbird lets you choose a new designer fragrance to try every month for just $16. Every month you get to pick what you want to receive so there are no surprises. They have perfumes and colognes plus a lot of unisex options. And they carry sickening brands like Prada, Gucci, Versace, Ragam. They have just like tons and tons of brands. Ones you might have heard of, ones you might not have heard of, like Confessions of a Rebel. I got a bunch of their scents, like sickeningly stunning. So don't be, sh- don't be shy. Like try different ones. Um, and some of the bottles that they have on there can cost anywhere from $150 to $500. But they're charging you $16 a month. And with our code, you can get $11 on your first month. So the exclusive offer is 30% off your first month today. That's only $11 for your first fragrance. Go to scentbird.com and use the code TOAST for 30% off your first month. Again, that's S-C-E-N-T bird.com to try your first perfumer cologne for just $11. Sign on. Smell amazing. 
All right, let's dive into Dear Toasters. Hey, Claudia and Jackie, my favorite sisters. Thank you. I'm contacting you guys today about a current dilemma I am in. My best friend Chloe recently got married and had a wonderful wedding. It was super fun and got a little wild at the reception. Chloe has a friend and a bridesmaid named Mandy. Mandy was always joking about getting with Chloe's younger brother, who's five years younger. While she has always joked about it to Chloe, Chloe has always said, no way, not allowed. While it's been a joking tone for both sides, I truly think Chloe meant hands off my brother. After the... After Chloe and her new husband left the wedding, Mandy went home with Chloe's brother. The next morning, she asked me to pick her up from his house and tried to tell me all about it. I told her I didn't want to know. Now the bride is on the honeymoon and has no clue about what happened, and all the bridesmaids are assuming that they slept together. So my question is, what do I do? Do I pretend I know nothing and not tell my best friend? Do I inform her about it when she gets back from her honeymoon? I haven't been talking to Mandy in fear she will keep asked me to keep it a secret should I talk to Mandy about it and encourage her to tell Chloe I don't want to get involved but I also don't want to lie to my friends please help a sister out sincerely a struggling toaster okay so basically like she needs to know if she should tell the bride that one of the bridesmaids fucked her brother I would say um stay out of it if the bride asks you directly don't lie to her but no, I don't agree what because what makes it worse is like if she finds out and then like all of her bridesmaids knew and nobody told her like well, that's so hurtful. Only one bridesmaid knows for sure. Her. No, no, she said the all sh- the bridesmaids are assuming they slept together. As- yeah, they're they're assuming, but they don't know for sure because they didn't pick her up the next morning. Yeah, but like if none of the if all of them think something went on and nobody told her, like that's even more hurtful. Not only did like your friend betray you, then like all of your other friends did nothing. I don't know. I don't. I don't know. I think you I should don't just know tell if it's her. Like a betray. Like maybe it's an anonymous note kind of thing. No, I don't think so because I don't really think she needs to know. Like, she's newly married. She's so happy. Mandy slept with her brother. Like, it's not a huge deal. Well, see, and, the thing and is, I don't think it, like, either they're going to keep sleeping together and be in a relationship, which is sweet, or it's never going to happen again, which, like, solves the issue also. I do think the bride, like, being so, like, bent out of shape. I mean, I don't have a brother, so I don't really know what it's like, but I do think it's, like, not that big of a deal. But she's made it clear, like, she doesn't want it. So, like, now what does everyone do? But, like, it's not that big of a deal, I think. Like, really, truly. And also, like, I'm assuming the bride is say 28 I'm just gonna yeah. take a guess and the brother is 23 like he's as long as he's like legal of legal age and these are two consenting adults like sure I'm sure the sister didn't want it but I think in general like it's not that big of a deal I think if anything you should just if, if you want to do something encourage Mandy to go talk to the bride like it's her mistake she's gotta deal with it sure because you want to be a good friend. I, yeah, I guess I can't really put myself in this position because, like... We don't have a brother. Yeah, that we would feel this way if, like... I, I can't... I feel like so many times... People are, are like, weird about brothers. Are, no, I feel like friends are excited when, like, a friend, like, hooks up with their brother. Some people, yes. That's, like, ideal. Like, maybe you hope they'll get married. Yeah, and then but Mandy sometimes could be sister. people are weird about brothers. Like, they are. I think it's weird if she's weird. I know, but we don't have a brother. Like, we really can't say that. Yeah. I would, I would encourage Mandy to, like be the grown-up it's really not your problem like you didn't do anything wrong like now you have this pit when you just were a good bridesmaid but I also feel like everyone needs to just take a step back and like look and like gain some perspective and realize like it wasn't a murder like yeah it's not it's not that serious it's it's okay yeah it's gonna be okay no that's actually a really good point even if the bride is a little peeved for a few days like she'll fucking get over it it yeah I mean I guess like the most similar thing I can think of is like at my wedding and I think maybe at your wedding too, like a lot of our male cousins like hooked up with our friends, which we was so loved. exciting. I, and maybe that's the kind of sisters we would be if we had a brother, but not everyone is like that. Maybe if you had a brother, you that would know. you were passionate about, <laughs> you, would you would know what it's like, but you don't. 
Also, we do have a half brother, and I would be so excited. Oh my god. I would and be... And that would make someone my sister. I really think you guys are blowing this out of proportion. Yeah, no, but see, again, that's how we would be. Like, if anyone came and wanted to, like, marry our half-brother, like, we would... I would die. Like, that'd be so great. Like, we would all be so close. We could have barbecues. A hundred percent. But again... Just tell her about the barbecues. Some people are weird. Yeah, why don't you paint a picture for her? <laughs> barbecues, couples trips, No, because then Mandy's like, I don't want to be his girlfriend. Yeah, and the, the brother's like, I was just trying to get some pussy. Like, <laughs> you guys... This is not like I really, it's really not that serious. It's not that serious. So true. All right, next up, hi Claudia and Jackie, longtime listener here. I need y'all's advice on a situation with my sister. Here's the situation: my sister has been severely editing the shape slash <laughs> the shape slash size of her head in pictures for the last three years, and I've let this issue go on for three years too long. My sister is beautiful, so I don't know what her complex with her head size is all about. She always insists pictures of us or groups are taken on her phone and then she will only send the pictures where she has edited the size of her head. I think my biggest and most selfish issue with her edits is that my head is already bigger than hers. And she goes on to make her smaller. So I'm <laughs> So I'm left looking like Mega Mind. Also, on the rare chance that pictures are taken on someone else's phone, people will post the original and she will post the edit. It's so obvious, it's but horrible. she doesn't think anybody knows. Now, I appreciate a little face tune here and there, but hers has gone way too far. My sister and I are pretty close, <laughs> but we've never really talked about our body image or anything like that. So I'm needing advice on how to talk to her about editing faux pas. My sister will be getting married this year and I don't want her to alter all of her pictures. Please give me the best sisterly advice that you have. I want my sister to be confident because she doesn't need to edit the way she looks. I'm looking forward to hearing what y'all have to say. Thanks a million. This is a very interesting thing because I'm very pro Facetune. Like, I'm the type of person, it's like, you know, Facetune can give you the body you want. Like, and I really don't feel like there's anything wrong with that. But I agree when it comes to, like, wedding photos. Like, you really just want to look like yourself. And also, if she's impacting the way you look, like, that's really not cool. Yeah, I feel like I can't relate to the head of it all, but... But I make my, I like, can, arms look We smaller. can, like, place ourselves in this position. Like, sometimes we'll take a group picture. Some people want to, you know, tinker Tight, with it. Tighten up. And then also, like, sometimes other people suffer because of it. Like, you can't take from... Some, you can't give to something without taking from somewhere else. No, you can't take from something without, without giving, giving to, to something else. else. So, like, and that's, honestly, the balance... That is Facetune. Right. So everything, like, it really needs to be a group effort if there's a group photo Facetune. But I, if one of our sisters was, like, Facetuning to the point of, like, embarrassment, I would say something. No, and sometimes, actually, like, we've had that in the past where, like, someone will post a picture and we'll post this. It happened to me. Like, you guys will screenshot my Instagram and be like, you're crazy. Like, <laughs> delete this. And we do it to the other. Like, we no, check each other. what will happen is someone will edit themselves like in a picture say it's two people like really not look at the other person because like that's not their problem but then they post a picture and the other person looks so deformed deformed yeah and it, it you lose credibility when you post shit like that no a hundred percent so like I actually think it's we have a good type of relationship like we're constantly checking each but other it, like it seems like she's close with her sister they haven't broached this topic yet but I think that you can and I think you need to just be like be kind because it's obviously an insecurity yeah but be like you're so beautiful if my head's bigger than yours what what are you hiding like honestly I don't really feel like I can give appropriate advice until I see the size of both the heads like I, I, I just need to know. I feel like I feel like it's one of those things like you think your head is so big and like nobody notices you know yeah what is what even is a big head like like a cone head like I, I need reference yeah no it's it's weird like i have a big everything else like i would love a big head you know finally balance this thing out <laughs> honestly just, just talk, talk to her. her just talk to her sisters are cool like even if she gets upset like and sometimes people need tough love and if like you don't want all of her wedding photos to be like you know the like curvy the, the um 
warped. <laughs> yeah, what's it called? The pillar in the background is like... It's like turned, yeah. Dancing. No, and also, um, I think the real travesty here is like her posting edited ones while the non-edited ones are floating around the it's internet. It's horrible. And you just need to be a good sister and tell her like that's really not appropriate internet conduct. Yeah, and once the original is out there, like don't you dare post a, an edited one. Yeah. Like that's just, yeah. It's the, the rules of engagement. Um, all right. This third one is an update. Hello, Steenie Queens. As you may recall, I'm the girl who didn't drink her coffee before taking her new man to the airport, therefore resulted in an accidental and horribly embarrassing I love you. Well, ladies, after much patience and many other airport drop-off, drop-offs, I'm officially his girlfriend. We made it. Couldn't have done it without my Steens. Make sure all the toasters know a situation ship can turn into a relationship, even if you say I love you in one month. Thanks so much for your help. Oh, we just love a happy ending. We really do. So you know what? That was maybe the universe's way of telling you, like, you actually maybe did love this man. Like, of course, I accidentally told, like, my teacher I loved her. I didn't actually love her. But, you know, this could have been, like, kismet. Yeah, that's beautiful. We're so nice happy to for end you. on a happy note. That's our show. Anything else you want to talk about? Relive, recall? No, only content update for me is I'm reading Malibu Rising. Oh, yeah. So good. I'll oh, yeah. I'll finish it today. Yeah, it's really, really good. You're going to like it. It's more similar to Evelyn Hugo than it is to oh. Daisy Jones and the Six. There's so much. Thank like, God. There's so much crossover. It's like, it's really crazy. So I'm taking a long flight tomorrow. I'll probably start there. Oh, enjoy. Yeah, Treat I'm really yourself. excited. So I have nothing else to update. I just have like meetings, meetings, meetings. And we got to get to it. So I think that's our show. Thank you guys so much for listening to The Morning Toast, the millennial morning show where we deliver the past five stories that you need to know every Monday through Friday on YouTube. So if you're watching this on YouTube, please don't forget to subscribe and give this video a thumbs up. We're also available as a podcast anywhere podcasts can be found. So at Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, Public Radio, iHeartRadio, CastBox, all the places. So wherever you listen to podcasts, find us Morning Toast. Leave a five-star review about how beautiful, stunning, and smart we are. Hope you guys have an amazing hump day. And we'll see you tomorrow. Goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye.